Welcome to Getting Ahead with Career Success, the podcast for The Ohio State University students and alumni from the College of Arts and Sciences. More than resumes, career success is your center of opportunity and connections and is a great source for information that will help you pursue your professional aspirations. References. Today, we're talking about the almighty job reference. Who do you ask? How do you ask? And at what point in the interview and job search process do you try to lock one down? Today, we're talking with Dr. Stephanie Ford, the Director of Career Communities for the Center for Career and Professional Success. When you hear the word reference, you probably have a specific idea of what that means. And so Dr. Ford thought it was important to share some examples of different types. It could be somebody who agrees to speak to an employer and provide feedback on um, your qualifications. And then a reference can also be in the form of a letter that somebody agrees to provide for you. Another form of reference that is becoming increasingly popular is when an employer utilizes a service like Skill Survey to rank candidates based on the survey responses of individuals acting as a reference. These surveys often have a written or essay component as well. But basically, it is to help an employer or a graduate school, if, if you're seeking admission to graduate school, um, really to further assess your qualifications. So, you know, you can certainly document experiences um, on a resume. You can elaborate on those experiences in a cover letter. But usually, uh, the individuals who are considering you are going to have um, additional questions that they need to get input on to complete their evaluation of you as a candidate. Um, And a lot of times those questions do come down to more your capabilities to perform the specific role uh, that they have, or um, in the case of graduate school, your capabilities to really handle that demanding curriculum. While picking references that understand the role or field you're applying for work in is ideal, that may not be possible. For instance, when you're applying for an internship or first job, you may not have what you would consider to be relevant experience yet. You know, a student might be tempted to ask a family member, but you really don't want to do that because uh, the internship site, we'll see that individual as a biased um, source. So you do want to think about people who you have interacted with who can speak to your general character and, you you know, kind of your sense of professionalism, your ability to commit to the role. I think a lot of times internship sites, when they're looking for references, just want to make sure that the student's going to follow through and really dig in and do a good job as an intern, you know, really take it seriously. So maybe it's an athletic coach who can speak to how well you have committed to a practice schedule, to a program of physical fitness. Um, It could be somebody at a volunteer site. Maybe you volunteered for Habitat for Humanity and you jumped in and you were, you know, carting those two by fours around like nobody's business rather than hanging out on the sidelines. So, you know, just your general work ethic. So chances are, if you've not had a paid job, you have been involved in some way where somebody can provide a reference for you. Whether it's a coach, a volunteer site coordinator, a choir or theater director, or a leader from a youth program, the most important thing is to find a reference that can speak to your abilities to be productive, work with others, and take the lead. Now, I think that answer kind of also is revealing for the first part of the question, and that is, in general, what do internship sites look for, you know, when they're... um, 
talking to references. And really it is, you know, they're looking for um, verification that the, the, the students that they're thinking for the internship really will commit to doing all that they can to, to maximize that internship experience. Um, so in a way, having somebody serve as a reference for an internship is easier, right? Um, it, it gets more complicated as you move along, you know, and you're looking for references for graduate school or for your first um, job after you graduate. Once you've had a few summer jobs or internships, you'll need to start getting more specific with who you ask, which begs the question, who do you ask? Thinking about who is likely to provide the strongest letter of recommendation. You know, if one of your um, internships was more short-term and you didn't have much interaction with the site supervisor, um, you probably would not want to go there um, because that person just has less familiarity with your work, either because, again, you just did not work there all that long or they had few interactions with you. So think about who can likely write the strongest letter of re reference for you based on the amount of time they spent interacting with you. And then also think about just practical consideration. You know, I want to be respectful of your time and I'm sure you're, you know, extremely busy. Would you have time to write a letter of reference for me? Or would you have time to be one of my references? So that way, if the person has any apprehension about being able to follow through, they can, they can state that up front. Once you've identified who you want to be a reference for you, you'll want to give them plenty of time to think about how they'll respond to questions or what great things they'll write about you in a letter. You definitely want to give somebody, I recommend a month, you know, a month's heads up um, in terms of when they would actually be speaking to individuals doing reference checks or when they would need to get that letter out. Um, in terms of how, you know, it's really, you're making a request of somebody. So you, you know, would ask, um, you know, please, you know, uh, you know, can you do this for me type thing? Um, not have an expectation that somebody will automatically serve as a reference for you or provide a letter of recommendation. So as long as you don't have that expectation and are seeing it as a favor that they're doing for you, um, then I think that, you know, that's the approach to take. And just recognize if somebody says no, you know, again, it's probably their filtering out because they just know that their commitments are um, too stressful. Uh, you know, they're juggling too much and they just um, don't have time to, to provide a, a reference for you. So if somebody does come back and says no, but it's one of those, um, you know, organizations where you had um, a really substantive role in terms of whatever your involvement was, you know, ask the individual if there's somebody else within the organization that they would recommend that you reach out to, to see if they can provide a recommendation. Every company is a bit different, and some companies ask for references during the application process, while others ask for them once you've been identified as a candidate to be interviewed. This can lead to some questions about when to ask. You definitely don't want to assume somebody's going to be a reference for you. So once you know you're going to start the job search, just anticipate that you're going to be submitting a lot of information online. And, uh, you know, most organizations, definitely you upload your resume, might upload a cover letter. 
Um, and then oftentimes they have um, information where you need to list two references, sometimes more, but usually it's two. So you don't want to list anybody that you haven't gotten prior approval from. Then after you apply, you know, just follow up with the individuals and say, you know, thanks again for being a reference. I wanted to let you know that I did, you know, find a cool opportunity. Um, this is the position. This is what I've applied for. Just want to give you a heads up that somebody might contact you. Sometimes the position you're applying for is different than the positions you've held. This is especially true if you're talking with a boss from a summer job or a position you've held to help pay for school that didn't necessarily align directly with your career goals. In cases like these, the more information you can share with your reference about the position you're applying for, the better. That will help them identify your strengths and competencies as they align with the needs of the job you're applying for. And actually, I recommend putting together a little packet of information um, that would be your resume, the position description. If you're um, seeking letters of recommendation for graduate school, then also include your a copy of your personal statement that you're using to apply for graduate programs, and maybe even additional text. So just to remind them about your involvement in supporting them. So for instance, on your resume, right, your bullets are probably going to be more succinct and talk about your role within an organization. But maybe there's more that you want to remind the individual about in terms of what you did within that organization. That It doesn't make sense to include it on your resume, but you just want to make sure that the individual remembers that. Basically, you're giving them all the information that they need with the details so that they can turn out a strong reference for you. Another thing you should never be afraid to do is connect with your former bosses, supervisors, and coworkers on LinkedIn. These days, people stay at a job for an average of just over four years, and for entry-level jobs, it's even shorter. That means if you intern or work under a boss or supervisor, they may no longer be with that company when you need to ask them for a reference. Connecting on LinkedIn or Handshake is the easiest way to find your former employers consistently. There's so many reasons why you would want to connect with people on LinkedIn. The other thing that we need to consider about LinkedIn is some employers are relying exclusively on LinkedIn, and they're not doing reference checks in the traditional way that we've been talking about. Instead, they're looking at LinkedIn, they're looking to see if a student has endorsements within their LinkedIn profile from past um, employers. So, how do you ask for an endorsement? Thank the supervisor for the opportunity to have intern there and to indicate that, um, you know, you're thinking ahead to your job search and it would be great if they could provide some endorsements for you on LinkedIn. I think it's so commonplace now that a student doesn't need to over explain it. They're just, you know, making the request. If you are a student in the College of Arts and Sciences at The Ohio State University and you're ready to connect with like-minded leaders learning to tackle 21st century challenges, Career Success provides great opportunities for you. Visit our website, go.osu.edu slash career success. Explore our signature programming and events. Make use of the extensive resources on our website and connect with a career coach to help with your internship or job search. If you're a professional interested in helping students prepare for their lifetime of opportunity, we'd love to talk with you about presenting during a program or helping out during an event. The Center for Career and Professional Success at The Ohio State University. Communities, connections, career success.